ago. Boom. <laughs> the long anticipation oh. from when you're like, all right, let's go, to when it actually says recording the call. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Tanner Rich Podcast. Crew's all here. Seth back from Yay. VK. What's happening? How'd that go? It was great. Savannah is awesome, man. I love it. Savannah is always, always uh, <laughs> a delight. Got to get back out yep. there soon. I hate that the first time was was the last time. I need. We need like, I like man. It's just, it is. Are there some unfinished crazy. business uh, in Savannah? Man, there's, so many, there's so many other places like. Like a lot of the places that I saw that they were checking in, I'm like, oh I yeah. Go look, I go look on my Yelp because I got a whole man. I got things for every damn city I ever want to go to. Places <laughs> to I'm like, yep, I got that one. There's a few new ones I added based on where they were going, but I'm like, man, there's so many places that I've not eaten in this city. And it's fucking frustrating. Super jelly of the check-ins. Oh, dude, he knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Uh, do you halfway do them just for candy to see? I halfway do them just to well it's it's a I mean it really it's just because it's I don't want to get I'm gonna get mushy but it's really because like I want my family to know that I'm out and doing stuff that I'm not just not having a life you know what I mean like it's yeah. easy to do whenever you move and you don't know anybody and you're just yeah. I'm stuck mm-hmm. at home the whole time so it's kind of a double thing like hey I'm out <coughs> and I'm hey. doing things I guess yeah, I'm not I'm not miserable out here I'm out here. I it. And it's not that far, right, from Charlotte? But yes, it's it's like driving to Gatlinburg. Oh, okay. Like Charlotte, I'm sorry, but Charlotte's in a perfect spot. I was going to say, that's awesome. It is in a good spot. Because <laughs> be Atlanta's like, oh, not far away, Savannah's not far away, the beach <laughs> is not far away. To Gatlinburg, Gatlinburg distance to Savannah, yes. that would be fucking sweet. To the beach yes. to the hills. <laughs> it's no just, Asheville, I uh, Actually, it's not that like everything's like under four hours away. Which, by the way, I was thinking about New Year's and thinking about how we did our thing in Asheville, and think that's something we might should do again soon. Maybe not necessarily this year, but oh, that was fun. Yeah, I think I think that was a good idea. I think not like you said. I think we're flying in for New Year's this year, flying into Nashville. Okay. But um definitely yeah, next year a destination yeah. new year's that'll be fun. well depending on uh what happens with tennessee i may or may not be here for new year's depending on what bowl they potentially get in oh they could be oh you're talking about ut because if they if they get into the sugar bowl and not in the college football playoff then that's uh, new year's in new orleans and i'm kind of about that life right now that'd be sweet that you would be i'll say this though i'll say this you, I'm you're not gonna sure take jessica with you uh, probably. Oh, see, that'll be awesome. That'll be good. All right, good. It'll be work, but it'll be fun, too. Like, I told her, I was like, I don't want you to be, like, when I'm working, I don't really want you to be, like, not doing anything. So we're, we'll figure that out. But still yeah. want her to go and probably without the kids because <laughs> that would be just like going out of town with kids and sitting in a hotel, and that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Ain't no fun, baby. Oh, but yeah, no, Savannah, dude, Savannah's awesome. Um, go, go have fun. Go adventure the city. Go just check it out. There's always something beautiful going too. on. I love we those spend a lot that are, like so walkable too. Like you don't have to like. You don't, <clears> have, to drive, <throat> we, we, you don't have to drive a lot, and I can appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we lift. We lifted 
everywhere just because the walk, it was like a 20, 30 minute walk. So we're like, <laughs> eh, not really, but it's still, those weren't, I'll say this. It was just as expensive to take a lift as it was to park. Oh yeah. Down but, there. But, but so I was time, like, but a hundred times more convenient. Yes. Yes. And you don't have to worry about drinking, like drinking and driving or anything like that. You're good to go. Your car is fine. So. I mean, y'all know I don't like but the bane of my existence is trying to find a parking spot. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's the other part. During the week, like when we got there on Thursday, it was dead. But like as soon as the weekend hit, you could tell people that it was getting a little bit busier. I think we just went at the right time because it wasn't even as busy when we went for Richard's bachelor party. And we kind of went yeah. in a dead period then. And I mean, it was just, there was, it was booming, but it wasn't like it wasn't like crazy that. at all. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, we could get around or get into places, no problem. Like there was only traffic because they were doing road construction. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, man, this is I love it. It was great. Yeah, definitely gotta get back there and uh, check it out. Um, so uh, I guess we'll jump into uh, some college football. How did sure. you? Uh, how did you experience your, your dogs beat? <sighs> Tennessee. Oh, while you were out, I I did the smart thing and just watched it at the apartment that we were staying at. I was like, I can't do this in public. I couldn't. I can't. What was, was what was your reaction? Uh, first, did you actually watch it, or you were like in some closet, or no? I watched the whole thing. I was okay. Able to watch the whole thing. So there's no no. Superstition type stuff had to occur, or I didn't have to leave, didn't have to do anything. Literally, I was like, if this goes bad, I'm just gonna go lay down and watch something on Netflix or something with Lindsay and just not pretend the game's not even on <laughs> and then just pick it up afterwards. It was, it was rough. Um, but I didn't have to worry about it. I, I'm the, when I watched that game, I was like, this is the team that beat Oregon. Like, that's yeah. that team. And yeah. people are like, the score, the score, the score. If Georgia really wanted to put up 100 points, they would have done it. I feel they, like nobody could have nobody could have beat them uh, on Saturday. Like, that was they were playing their best. And, yeah, they did seem a little conservative there after having that lead and just kind of running the ball and not really just – Putting a, there's reasoning you know, put to the pedal. behind it. There's reasoning behind it, though. And it all it's all the college football playoff. <laughs> Don't want to put anything on, on, on tape. Is that where you're getting at? That and that and if they keep the game somewhat close, they're going to look at Tennessee because no offense yeah. or anything, but the people who vote don't watch games. They look at scores. And no one will ever convince me otherwise. There's no way they do. And I'm not trying to hurt feelings or anything here, but last week, yes, LSU did beat Alabama, but there was no, absolutely no reason LSU should have been number 10. You're saying it should have been higher? At all. It should have been lower. You're saying that should be like 7 or 6. No, they should probably have been like 15 or 20. Oh yeah, twenty five. How you feel about that? They had no wins. I feel like, but 
<laughs> the reason they did it is, is the college football people thought to themselves, oh, we need Alabama to be in this. And the only way to do that is if they beat LSU and they're ranked high. So I mean, that's a good way of uh, thinking of it. I, yeah. I'll How do you feel, that. Kenny? It's I'll what happened. That, but only because they did beat Alabama. Seth just yeah, contacted up, Kenny. I'm going to let you talk, Kenny, but. <laughs> no, literally, like, the thing is, is it's like. So you don't think LSU is a top 10 team? Last week, no, they weren't. If you look at their, like, the thing is, is look at their resume. They were not a top 10 team. Well, to be to be fair, before the Alabama win, they did not really have like any kind of signature win, and they lost and they lost to Florida State. So, oh yeah. So what he's saying is legitimate. Like I'm not gonna sit here and wear purple colored glasses and be like, oh no, go Tigers, boy. No, <laughs> no. I you know like. Did I put money on them to beat Alabama? Absolutely. Did I think that was actually going to happen? Uh, no. But so, so you LSU, want some money? Oh yeah. Who me? Yeah. Oh yeah. So like the thing is, is with the LSU Florida State loss. Yes, LSU lost to Florida State, but that doesn't look bad because Florida State's actually playing good football, and it was a close game. This is true. The Tennessee, the Tennessee, the Tennessee game's not is not good. The, the Florida margin, game, the margin of loss was not good for them. Right. The Florida game isn't good because it was 45-35. Yeah. But Florida did the same thing to Georgia so and Tennessee. So, I mean, there's a good way, but like, there wasn't any convincing because when Mississippi State's not that good. They played New Mexico, beat the brakes off them, struggled with Auburn, boat race by Tennessee. Close game with Florida. They did beat Mississippi Ole Miss, so I'll give them that. That's a good win. But, like, if you go down it, their signature win before the Alabama game was Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. So that now you get like, them slated so, in. So, so gratifying, by the way. But <laughs> beating Alabama, they deserve to be in the top ten. There's no yeah. question about it at all. Now you look at the Georgia LSU SEC Championship. Yeah, as long as they went out and, yeah. Because LSU is getting better every week. This is true. They really are. Yeah, and uh, I guess it would be pretty, well, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is kind of in that mix to win the West too, right? They they, are, but they lost lost to LSU. LSU Oh, yeah. They cannot. So if LSU wins out, they're winning the West. Right now, Ole Miss is playing Alabama this weekend, right? They are. Ole Miss. If Ole Miss wins out, they go to the SEC championship. Yeah. Okay. So I thought it was because they only have one loss, right? Ole Miss. Yeah, and it's to LSU. Yeah. So so if they beat Alabama, then they have the game. They have a game in pocket. Yeah. 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 So. The head-to-head, if they have the same record, is going to screw Ole Miss. LSU's in a good spot. Like, these are the things. Alabama, they are – they're at 10 right now. They shouldn't be. Um, they should be in, They should be anywhere from 11 to 15. They're all just I'm not here, the same Alabama. All I'm I would agree is, with that, uh, too. Is, is that Ole Miss money line. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. 
<laughs> Ole Miss, I, I don't know. I don't. I can't call that game. Uh, what is? What are their points? Uh, Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. I take. I would do a same game parlay, which I don't know if your book does that. Same game parlay. I would do Ole Miss plus twenty, and then I would adjust the over under to give you plus money. Oh, we going custom. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, it. dude, I do custom lines. You know when I send you lines and sometimes it doesn't match, it's always because I do custom lines awesome. to give me better odds. Hmm. It's like the Georgia Oregon game. I bet Georgia minus twenty, and they were only at nine. Uh, that was a big old check. Oh yeah, what was it like a forty <laughs> something to three lot a uh, win? Forty nine to three win. Yeah, and that that, so that almost doubled. <laughs> Yeah, oh, it was a big old. I got it. It was a big old check. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got it. Really, I pretty much paid for my gambling for the rest of the year. Oh yeah. I really, I really want to do something stupid with you that say, game. So I really <laughs> want to do something stupid with that game because betting against Alabama has been winning me money. And and, and, and you that, love it. And that is so gratifying. Yeah. You know what's crazy? You know what the saying's been for like 15 years. The saying has been, you don't get rich betting against Alabama for 15 years. And this is the first year you can say, if you bet against them, you would be plus money oh, on the year. My two, yeah. biggest, my two biggest ones so far been three three-leg same-game parlays against Alabama. Mm-hmm. So. I, I do like – going back to the Tennessee-Georgia game, not to take away too much. But a little tidbit they threw in the game that I didn't realize either. Like, what team do you think had attempted more passes, Tennessee or Georgia? Well, I'm pretty sure it's Georgia because it, seem, it seemed like watching that game that Tennessee ran it a lot more than they typically did. And I don't know they did. why, if they were just trying to, like, they change did. it up or what was going on. Actually, there. they didn't, Richard. What do you mean? Tennessee runs more. They, they run more than people think. Georgia throws it more than Tennessee does. Yeah. No, no, they run it a lot. And that's the other thing that I was like, are you serious? And that's part of what pisses me off about Georgia is when we get our running game going, it's just a locomotive. It's just a, a ball of chainsaws coming at people. But it's just our offense doesn't do that right now. And I'm just trying to get used to that. You know? The, yeah, it was. The Todd Gurley and Nick Chubb days are gone. Yeah. <laughs> The one guy that you got though is so fast though. There's dude, uh, we have so many running backs. <laughs> they had a guy in and I was like, Who? That are <laughs> freshmen running against that a freshman running against Tennessee. Yeah. And it's the like it was the same thing I heard in the Michigan game is like, is Georgia gonna be able to run against this elite run defense? Mm. And I was like, since when has Tennessee had an elite run defense? Let, yeah, let's let's pump the brakes on. Yeah, that. their defense has gotten better over the year, but they're not elite. <laughs> I will say this: I'm calling coming defense at, at best. At their strong point on the defense, it is the defensive line. Yeah, they got some not two good D tackles that. that'll probably get drafted. They got they got some hosses on that line. They do. And their offensive line uh, has been pretty good, but they did not play well. I mean, obviously, Georgia's defense is playing as, again, probably as good as it's I ever heard, played this year. 
all I heard going into this game was that stupid ass TVA stuff again. Where who's bringing that the, up? Was it this? Oh, dude, that wasn't like, like the Bush Jones era. That wasn't even. That was like <laughs> two coaching. Uh, TVA, TVA was last year because I had was to it make last fun year? of. No, I don't think it was last oh, year. Oh yeah. It wasn't it was during it wasn't during Heupel's uh, coaching thing. That was like was, uh, TV. No, no, no. Yeah, it was last was. year. Okay, talking? so back in the seventies or eighties, the offensive line they used to reserve, refer to themselves as the TVA, the Tennessee Valley Association. Nicknames. It's the people who build dams. Yeah. In Tennessee. And so they were saying they were like a dam. Nothing was going to get through. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So they tried to revive that again. And oh, Richard says oh. they didn't last year. They weren't doing it last year. It was a year before. It was it was when Hypo came in. I, that, that completely went away. Yep. Uh, it, it was, was a year before year. because it was uh, uh, the guy that was bringing it up was uh, uh, Trey Smith was a part of it. He wasn't there last year. Um, and the the brother, the Ma- other Mays brother that's that was uh that's now in the league. He was what? Weren't both Mays brothers there last year? Uh, yeah, both Mays brothers were there, but when they were talking about it, it was when Trey Smith was there too, and they were trying to say that them two were the the TVA, which they just weren't that good <laughs> that year. Regardless, okay. Um, I, I will concede this argument. Richard is correct. They still got their asses drilling to the ground. Yeah, they were reason. not good. Now they actually that, got a good coach and, and got a some good recruits and talent coming there. Give them another year. Now, they're, you, just, I, now they're going to I, lose I their quarterback, you, but we'll see. If we're we'll going to talk about the coach, you have to say, yes, he is a good coach, but nobody wanted him. That fan right. base did not want him. Right. You have to add that tidbit in. I mean, oh yeah, a lot of those people. There's definitely a lot of people that uh, people should keep receipts on that were like not happy about the hire, and now they're freaking ecstatic. Oh, you you mean like people that used to work at a predominant radio station and now work at a YouTube channel that barely gets a thousand <laughs> views? I agree, Richard. You're right. <laughs> well, their boss is definitely a big one of them. <laughs> Oh, their boss definitely is. Uh, he, uh, I want to say he was the one that was trying to. One of them. Trying to uh, was the one that was that helped with the whole sabotage of uh, the uh, guy. What's the name that was from Rutgers? Dude, that was a wild thing. Oh yeah, Shiano. Oh, Shiano. <clears throat> like, which would have been better than uh, than who they did eventually hire. Uh, not Bush Jones, the guy after him. But, like, I'll say it's about their coach, who they didn't want. He's very good at recruiting in the transfer portal. Yeah, Hayden a lot Hooker of his went from studs right good, now are, that's where are from other places. Hayden Hooker was good at Virginia Tech. He was good. At Tennessee, he's great. Yeah, now, I'm not gonna I mean, take anything he's in the Heisman running. He is, he is great. He's a, he will go down as one of the better college football players. His problem is is his offensive line let him down. This yeah. Game. Yeah. Going George. into this game, he had. I had I had a feeling something was going to change because he only had one pick going into this game. 
Yeah, he had and one, like, maybe two. I know he threw he one against Alabama. A lot. No, he yeah. hasn't. He's been been lucky with that. But they didn't see anybody yep. like they seen so, against uh, Georgia. The the, the I, two, what's the name? Jalen Carter and um, there's another guy. It's just they're 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 probably going to be a top ten pick. Both. I mean, they're you know fucking crazy? good. Our, our best pass rusher is out for the season. Yeah, and he he didn't play that game. He's the guy. If you, oh yeah, he's been out for a while. He uh told did he tell Terrence rotator cuff? He had to have something with his shoulder. So he'll be oh, fine. He'll wait, no, the high. guy that you said he hadn't played this year? He's played, but he got injured. Oh, okay, yeah. He got injured yeah, like yeah, a yeah. week or two ago before the Tennessee game and was out for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but they got they got the one guy, I think Jalen Carter, back for the Tennessee game, and he wreaked havoc on him. Oh, it was bad, dude. Those guys were just – it was fun to watch. It, it was finally like, all right, man, this team's fun to watch now. And the, the corner, Kringo, Klingo, Kingo. Ringo. Ringo. <laughs> that Ringo, dude's yeah. legit. Something with a Ingo. Yeah. He's going to be good. He, not, he's not, not to be confused with Arkevius Mingo. <laughs> right. LSU um, product. I, I got to look at how tall he is. I'm not sure he's going to be – I don't know how tall like, – He's not tall. Yeah, if he's six foot, he should be okay in the NFL. Oh, he is six foot? He didn't but seem like. I don't know. I said if he, he is. I don't know how tall he is. I'll have to look. It's kind of hard to judge because uh, Tennessee's yeah, wide uh, receivers are pretty big. Like Tillman's big, Hyatt's. True, they are, dude. Big, uh, McCoy's big. I can't, take, I can't take credit away from Tennessee's wide receivers. Georgia's game plan was to keep them in front of them the whole time and not let them get yards after catch or get behind them for a big play. And they were very good at that. Yep. Those guys are talented. Those guys are really, really talented wide receivers, and they just ran into a team that had the right game plan. Yeah, and they were hitting on all axis. Uh, your, your quarterback was on fire, too. They should have probably let him do a little bit more damage because he was playing his best game, too. It's all... All part of the process. It's all like <laughs> when we lost, like the Alabama game. Georgia was like, you got to think. Georgia's mindset has been the national, we're national championship. That's what we're worried about is the national championship. Yeah, the SEC championship is nice, but the thing that matters is the national championship. Well, now you're going to so, potentially face LSU or Ole Miss, so it'll be a, it won't be another Alabama game that you. Have to worry about. I'll really. say this: if we, if you're asking me who I want to play, I want to play Ole Miss. Just for the fact that it's uh, Kiffin. No, just for the fact that it's they don't have a defense. Oh yeah. They absolutely do not have a defense. Um, Georgia, LSU. That's gonna be stressful. <laughs> it's gonna be a tough game. It's going to be tough. Think, People are going to get hurt that game. Yeah. Think about how fucked up the cop. Like I, I don't think LSU would win that game, but I'm just so I'm just saying hypothetically if they did, and that was Georgia's only loss. LSU it, Georgia it, are in the playoff. Right, and it would just be like, dude, the whole Tennessee's thing, out. It, they, yeah, probably potentially, depending on what else happens. But like, I just they wouldn't like, put three SEC teams. 
No, they would be good. <laughs> I mean, they I was... just feel I just feel like it's weird. It would like a a no loss TCU over a one loss Tennessee. I I don't like it. I think it's just for pride. You don't at like the moment. it. No, but really. you have to reward it. You have to reward it. Yeah, I'm kind of with like I'm kind of with Seth on that. You kind of have to. I don't think. And then you're just like, as a committee, kind of hope that they lose or something happens where you can bump them out. I mean, I, I guess I always defer to what a lot of people argue is they say it should be the three best teams. And like, I'm just I'm not. I was on board with TCU for a little while, but now it's just not. Way stuff's shaking out. I'm just not I'm not feeling it. And so, Michigan, yeah. Ohio State. I mean, I mean, I know they're <laughs> going to play each other in a couple of weeks. Oh but yeah, somebody, somebody's shaking out on that one. If that's close, so, though, I mean, it's kind of hard to not look at both of them. True. Yeah. No, you're right. If you're, you're going to put two SEC teams in there that's the close, effect. one loss and a, and a no loss, then you got to look at them too. I would still put them. I'd put a one loss. But that's, you know, over over TCU in that point. I would too. But to be honest with you. That's why they, they overranked Ohio State all season long. Ohio State's been struggling with the teams. They struggled yes, Northwestern last week. Yeah, well, the weather. Well, people, I'll, I'll give them that. The weather was pretty bad. But still, you were supposed to be able to run the football. You should have way better Ohio talent State. to be able to handle yeah. that. Exactly. I agree. I, like, I'm having a hard time with Ohio State at two. I, I think they should swap that. them in Michigan. I think Michigan earns two over Ohio State. I'll be honest with you. I think they should put TCU ahead of them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> over I mean, both? TCU. No, no, no. Michigan two, TCU three, Ohio State four. I don't, oh, like, okay. The only reason why I'm putting Ohio State at four is because they're undefeated. If Ohio State had a loss, I would drop them down to ten. But why? They're they're not that impressive. Okay. They're not. They're just not. Like they struggled with Penn State. They finally they finally pulled away close at the end. Like teams that if you look at what Michigan's done to the teams they've played, they're, Michigan's they're, legit. Michigan's I think they have destroying them. They're they're a top ten offense and defense, right? Yes. I think I've seen some today where it's like they're the only team that's got a top top ten in both. Um, I do like. I'll say this. The reason why I like TCU is is because people are looking at the teams they've beaten, and they're like, well, they weren't that good. Kansas is really good this year. Yeah. They beat Kansas. Um, Oklahoma State is really good this year, and they beat Oklahoma State. I think yeah, they, they beat Kansas State, too, and Kansas State is really good this year. I think like, TCU beat some really good teams. I think what it is, though, is like – they're looking at like those teams that they beat, and they're looking at like, well, how many of them are even ranked? I think is a big. Some of them are still ranked in the back big, half of the twenty. Yeah, I think some of them are still ranked in like the late teens. But um, the thing I think is, is like, can they stack up against you know against the the other teams there? You still have to reward it. Are they going to get like, waxed in the bowl game? In a playoff game. It's like two, it's like Tulane in '98. Tulane in '98 wasn't even in the top ten, and they were undefeated. They didn't get, yeah. but you know, you got to reward them for being undefeated. I don't like Oregon yeah, sitting right there, though. 
I'll say this. Aren't they TCU fifth right now? Loses. Or no, sixth? You're sixth. TCU loses. Oregon runs the table. LSU wins. Uh, I mean, Georgia wins. Tennessee's not getting in. Because by theory, Oregon has the same record and the same losses as Tennessee. Yeah, I mean that's that's now they fair. may try to pick two. But I think I think Tennessee played better than the Oregon did. The difference. I mean they got to strength and of they schedule did. would have to come into play at that point though, right? That too. But Oregon also ran the table, won a conference championship. Tennessee didn't even play for their conference championship. I don't and, man, I guess so I this know is depending on the conference, I don't hold as I guess I, I just don't hold I don't, the conference champions don't Pac twelve Pac twelve is weak. Yeah. USC weak. is good. USC is good. Um I don't think we really Stanford need to start is sneaky. I, I don't really like the Utah idea of, of rewarding the um conference champ champions that much until they expand the playoffs. I would agree I'm with that. Not, they not, go to six teams. I think I'm you not can. really with it until more teams get in, just because some of them are just like. Yeah. I tend just, to. I, I, tend to I tend to agree, but Oregon is a good team. They are. Now, yes, forty-nine to three makes you, you know, your eyes kind of bug out. It was the first game of the season, and to be honest with you, if Georgia really wanted to clamp down. See wouldn't have scored that last touchdown. Yeah. They were playing prevent. They were playing yeah, I mean, it was the last five minutes of the game, too. <laughs> 10, 10 yards of that guy when he caught that. Yeah. If Georgia wanted think, to put up 49, they could have. I think it would make the only difference is they don't. Be in the no, it's just honest. I'm just being honest. That score does not reflect how bad Tennessee got beat. I would agree with that because they couldn't score. You got. You got a turnover at the beginning of the game, and you walk away with three points. You haven't had a game this season where you haven't scored a touchdown in the first half. When that did happen, by the, the way, first I was half. like, uh-oh. <laughs> they, did, they hadn't had a game where they didn't score a touchdown in the first quarter. Yeah. I think this is the – They hadn't had – It broke some streak with, uh, with um, Hooker, too. Yeah. When you look at really what happened in that game, you're right. If you really look at what happened in that game, you understand that Tennessee really didn't do much better than Oregon did. Because Georgia was like, first game of the season, top 10 team. We have got to blow them out of the water. We've got to show everybody why we're the best team in the nation. Tennessee, we just got to beat them. They're Mm -hmm. already ranked too high. So we just got to beat them. I think what's crazy is the the switch turned on, like, you know, because it was kind of like, you know, a few games back, you had a tough game with Missouri. You had a tough game with, um, what was it, Georgia Florida. State? Oh, dude, that Missouri game was Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, where it was kind of I mean, like, and then when, that, when, when Georgia turns it on, nobody can beat them at all. Like, when they play a game like they did against Tennessee and Oregon, Nobody can touch them. That defense is too damn good. Like, when when you watch that game, you're like, it. It's cool to watch games like that, even if it happens to your team. It does suck, but 
when you watch a team that is able to dictate what you do, it's crazy. It's just crazy. And that's why if any like, Tennessee fans are listening, they should be okay with us because it didn't matter who Georgia played that day. No, that was the best team on the planet. That no no other college, college teams college won. I, I would yeah. I would I wouldn't say I wouldn't say that. I don't know if they would have beat any team quite that bad. I think I think there was more. I think there was some. I think I think they had some some jet fuel in their. Oh, they definitely had some juice, and that, so did the fans that, there for that, for that matchup. The like, fans showed up for you for sure too. I, I mean that was got, a factor. Oh, the, I think they got tired of hearing they, about yeah UT this UT that. I think I think it was I think they had a little extra juice. Oh, they definitely that, had some that, juice that day. I think that's what you know clicked the switch back on. College football, I'll give them that. But to come to Athens and say, and this was a thing, Tennessee people betting on Tennessee, and Tennessee fans were saying all week, that stadium's not that loud. Tennessee plays in a louder stadium, so they'll be used to it. And it won't bother them. Yeah, but where they don't realize it's it going against is when Tennessee's on. Like... Yes, ex- thank you, thank you, Kenny, thank you. When you're playing in Neyland, the the team, the the crowd is quiet on offense. Yes, yeah, it's the opposite. Mouse fart. It's the complete opposite, and that's the like Georgia's on offense. They like at one point the tight end I forgot his name, which we got two. First round tight end. Oh, I don't know sure. how y'all feel about that. It, Bow, was it one Bowser them, and uh, Bowers? Bowers is one of Bowers. them. He's going to be a top, uh, the, top probably dude, 15 pick. One of them is a reformed tackle that they turned into tight end. And so they were like, yeah, they just put him out there because they think he's going to block. And he just <laughs> goes downfield. It's uh, like, I'll have to look him up, but they're both just huge humans yeah and they just it's if you really kind of like the offense the patriots ran when it's in pro football history with the hernandez and was that that when they had hernandez and grunk yeah and randy moss that was Uh, i don't think moss moss was on that team that was way after moss Moss was Moss was on the undefeated team though, wasn't he? Yeah, but they didn't I don't think the they had they were on the undefeated team. Okay, so then I'm wrong on that. So then Yeah, Hernandez and Gronk weren't wasn't that long ago. True. Okay, so I'm wrong on that. But uh, it it does resemble the offense they run with Hernandez and Gronk. I'll say that. Um but yeah, it's just exciting. College this is what makes college football fun is there's and so many different outcomes. I can be wrong five different ways. There's been a lot of you good games. Kind of be like, okay with it. I don't know when or if th- I've been this excited about college football. This season has really grown on me, and maybe it's because I went to a couple of games or, and all that, but for some reason I'm like just super into college football it's, right now. It's fun. It's fun. It's just fun. Like there's just been some really good games too. Like. As a as a college football fan to see Tennessee Georgia and then right after that see LSU Alabama I mean that was LSU great Alabama may be my may be my favorite game this year that was a good that game that was fun game. yeah and the, but the thing is is Tennessee Alabama 
like it, is that just gone in the wind? No, it was one of the most exciting games of the year too. Like, oh, 100%. which one was better? Yeah, it's weird to like have to put it on that, but it's it's been great. I guess it's been a good year for as much as people are complaining. I am still looking forward to the 12 team playoff. 12, 12 team or oh yeah, I guess six game. Yeah, 12 team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be so, that needs to happen. That'll be It just almost guarantees Georgia will be in it every year. So <laughs> <laughs> As long as they have Kirby. Uh dude. Nobody from the NFL picks him up. I don't think so. I, I think he's happy where he's at. Well, one last one last thing. I don't know if y'all watched the college game yeah, day no, during, during the Georgia UT game. Last. It doesn't have to be last thing, Kenny. It can be. It can be like third to last. It's okay. <laughs> did, did Did y'all see the sign that some some Georgia fan had that said? I forget what it was. It was like something about Josh Heupel smells like hot dogs or something like that. <laughs> it smells like hot dogs. Oh God, that's awesome. All right. Uh, I saw it when I was watching. I was watching the uh, college game day, and I'm like, oh my God. It's like right in the corner. <laughs> like, I will say this: if Kenny can find humor in that sign as an LSU fan, <laughs> he's really buying into college football because everybody <laughs> knows what the rumor is about LSU fans, right? What's that? If they smell like corn dogs. I mean, I'll take that. That's funnier though <laughs> than the LS, LSU fan. The video of the dude that got a finger stuck in his butt. <laughs> <laughs> LSU fan stuck a finger in my booty. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that's gotta be the best thing ever. <laughs> he stuck a finger in my booty. Oh, never. I don't play that like guy. that. Never. I don't play like that. Oh. Yeah, he stuck a finger in my booty. What's up? Uh, that guy. Hey, man. I hope he. You know what? He's made me laugh so many times over the years. I hope. <laughs> He's having a great life because he did have somebody's finger in his butt that he didn't want. But I hope it's documented. I really do hope he's having. A, yeah, exactly. I really hope he's ha- he has a great life. Like I hope he made a million dollars off of that. He's probably working for an AC company. One one other quick thing. One other quick. Thing. <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I just said that, but yeah. it just seems like that would be the perfect job Damn. if he's doing good he's not in prison I, I think and working for why. ac heating cooling company I, I think i know why subconsciously you said that but i'll tell you off air <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so how so uh, real, real fast question so how how do you how do we think t- the tennessee might react this week oh they're gonna oh to missouri they're gonna beat blazing. the brakes off missouri yeah like, they're gonna come out guns blazing like how bad? You don't think that Hendon Hooker is going to be like, I'm putting up fucking six touchdowns today because I want to win the Heisman. And Missouri's do defense is just... By... Do I think they'll beat Missouri by 22? Because that's the line, right? 20 and a half. Huh? Not that I, not that I checked. 20 29 and a half? 20, 20 and a half, I believe. Oh, okay. 20 and a half. I'll say this. I don't think 20 and a half because Missouri can... They can score touchdowns. Um, yeah, they got a decent quarterback, right? I would. Or maybe yeah. it's not the quarterback. They got they got a decent. They're just somebody. gonna throw it. I'll say this: the other thing you got to kicker that can kick it sixty yards. 
I don't know if you remember the Georgia game or not, but oh, every yeah. time they got over the 50-yard line, they kicked a field goal. They yeah. gotta, I would lean the over, and if you can adjust it to Tennessee plus or minus 10 or 15 and take the over, I'd feel better about that. Kenny's quiet. He must be in the. He's in the. <laughs> he's, he's doing it right now. As sorry, speak. sorry. <laughs> he's uh. You know that. You know that. Looking for that custom you, button. You know the meme that has all the fucking like uh algebra in the background. That's what was just happening. Oh. Right oh yeah yeah. The dude, the dude With uh, the algebra yeah. Well that's uh what's the oh. name um. Richard. Richard. When Mark. Cow when we're from together. From Tyler Nights. Yeah. When what now? When we're together. When we're together. For my bachelor party on March Madness. Yeah. For the first round. Wait till you watch Kenny's nosebleed because so much stuff's going on. <laughs> this is his first March Madness that he's going to participate in. And no it sleep, is. No sleep. It is nonstop. And then when it stops, you feel like you ran a marathon. It's going to be sweaty, boy. <laughs> and there's going to be alcohol involved. Yeah. <laughs> In the hills, and the Jeep like, like there's gonna be a, a lot of yelling and cursing in my future. <laughs> well, either good or bad. There, I guarantee there's going to be a lot of walks or a lot of <laughs> I gotta get some air. So, um, <laughs> not to not to switch gears entirely because this is a very long thing that I added to our notes that y'all, if y'all looked at, it, we're probably no, like, what is he talking about? You're good, but it is still a problem. I'm off tomorrow, but. I'm off tomorrow because of you, Richard, so thank you. Oh, oh, no problem. I appreciate that. But something is still a problem, though. Oh, God. I didn't look at the notes, so I have no idea what's about to happen. It just says it is still a problem is all I put in there just because I wanted to let you know it's still a problem that I see so many fucking bumpers all over the damn place in Nashville. (laughs) Hey man, with a bump, with a bumper capital, everybody knows that. Man. Full, you know full. Part? I seen like a full on just front end, just chilling it's in the middle of the park. The front, the full front end, and you're like, like I don't understand why. Why is this still a thing? How is this still a problem? You know what's great? What's that? You know what's great about Charlotte? Don't see any bumpers see anywhere. But I was driving by, that might where be. was I driving by? Was it like Centennial Park? And it was like well off the road. And I was just like, why is that way over there? How did it get there? <laughs> Still a problem. Dude, that's my thing. Like, that might be my greatest take about the city in Nashville. I mean, like, once, you, once you hear about it and you look around, you'll see them everywhere. It's all over the place. You really do. It's like Nashville is just it's, a big-ass pull apart. But only on front ends and bumpers. I wonder if you can turn them in for money. Bump City. I mean, like that—that'd that'd be a good. If it, job I, well, here's the thing: if that was a thing, around and pick them up. If that was a thing, then somebody'd be doing it. Uh, that's somebody'd true. Making some money. That is true. I didn't think about that. You're right. Especially, uh, but, you know, if I mean, if I was like an old ass, like you know, old like grandpa that was retired. And I was I could make like a hundred dollars a day by picking up bumpers. I'd be out. Start a bumper shop. Ah, oh, I could change, right? Yeah. <laughs> just start a shop, man. Selling number of bumpers and it's just uh, straight fenders. 
Yeah. <laughs> Y'all want to talk a little pro ball? Yeah. Sure. Uh, so uh, I, I kind of wanted to bring up um, just to, just to lead off the Titans Chiefs game. I think it was surprising to a lot of people. Wait, before we go into that, I have to say one thing. Richard, I was completely wrong about the Titans at the beginning of the season. (laughs) About the the AFC South? (laughs) Yes. They're clearly the best team in the AFC South. Clearly. I still think the Jaguars are sneaky. I do. They're sneaky. They're playing better. Yeah, but they're but not. They, they just, there's the something problem. about them. They just keep jaguaring and um, just not. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. They're just not getting it over Jaguar some games. So, yes, the Titans clearly are the best team. And I think it's mainly division. because of Coach Vrabel. Like, I don't want to sound biased, but he is getting the most out of that team that I don't think any other coach could. The way that they are playing, you, especially with the injuries, and, mm-hmm. and you still. I would say the Chiefs are the second best team in the AFC behind the Bills, and you still probably should have yes. won that game, and pretty much shut down that offense that's been on fire lately. I think it's the number right. one offense. Well, things, um, look, look at look at how close they were, and then look at Malik Willis's pass attempts. Exactly. If Ryan Tannehill played, they would have won that game. I can't say anything because they almost went to the Super Bowl with letting Ryan Tannehill throw the same amount of passes. So That's true. I, I am recruiting myself from that conversation. <laughs> but it's it's wild to see. And here's the other thing too, uh, which we'll probably bring up in some of the other headlines, that Frank Wright was fired. So the only hire from that year is is Vrabel now. All the other coaches have been fired. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. Um. um I don't want to get into that right yet, but just to kind of stay on the Titans, the the thing I'll say about them is, is they have a specific brand of football. Yeah. And they play it. Yep. You know. And you're going to feel it afterwards and the team's going to feel it afterwards because we got so many guys banged up. Like I'll compare it to one thing. Like in college football, everybody always watch, watches when teams play army, they blow them out. The thing that you don't realize after teams play Army is how much time people spend in the recovery room. Yeah. Because they're just tough. Yeah. They 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 play 100%. They go, I'm going to run through you, not around you type of football. And that's what they're playing. Yeah. And and it just kind of like, to, to the Titans' credit, they're playing how Mike Vrabel thinks you should play football. Now... I would have kind of a, I do kind of have an issue with not kind of changing your offense to yeah. better equip your quarterback. We all, but don't all change. Titans fans agree with if, that. If Tannehill's coming back, don't change anything. If Tannehill is going to be your starter, don't change anything because that could kind of screw it up when he does come back. You know what I mean? He'll probably be back this week. He practiced, right? So, so, yeah. So, yeah. I, I get why he didn't, but if you're going to go to Malik, you're going to have to. And I say this about Malik. He looked a lot better in that. That second quarter, he played his ass off. Like, he looked pretty good. Uh, and the thing is, is that the – I mean, he was throwing balls on a dime. 
and just guys weren't catching him. I was going to say his receivers really didn't help him out much. They didn't help him at all. Like, even though he only threw, like, a handful of passes, they were on the money, but just I mean, a few of them didn't, didn't get caught because they, they didn't did him catch him. They did him a favor him. by not having him attempt to throw the ball too much, which I think was the smart play, but, like... Yeah, and they ran the option, you know, a little bit, so which was, you know, smart, too, but... Still, the offensive coordinator and nobody intent and nobody that's a Titans fan likes the guy. They don't. I don't think he's doing that great of a job either. But oh, I got uh, an offensive. I got a. I got a head coach who I want to punch in the face. We'll talk, the, for the Bucks because of his offense. No, no. I do want to punch Tom Brady in the face, but it's for other reasons. But yes, um, <laughs> Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith blows my mind how he constantly goes away goes away from the hot hand in his backfield. Let's keep talking about the Titans, but we're going to talk about that. Oh, I, would, um, I mean, but I would wish I would have him as offensive coordinator in the, with with the Titans. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Yeah, because <laughs> he's the guy we have he's now. More creative, at least. But I yeah, I, I haven't seen too many Falcons games, so I'm 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 kind of watching the one tonight. They've actually had a pretty like that's the thing their offense is actually pretty at the pretty very good. least at the very least it's exciting. Yeah, I'll say this: the, the rookie <laughs> it's running back is not predictable. Had. Oh, it's definitely not predictable. He his the first run of the game he breaks off a forty yard run. He doesn't touch the ball again. I think until the third quarter. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I don't understand if anybody does that. And I'm like, I get it. Cordero Patterson is back. He is good. Not going to take that away from you. But if somebody's going to put you in a better position, see, what happened was he broke that 40-yarder, and then they put Cordero Patterson in 20 and in. I understand that offense. That makes sense to me. He's your red zone guy. Gives you Mm -hmm. more options. Perfect. But then you don't give it to him at all. What's going on? And the same thing happened last year with Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson would be going off in the first first half. Yeah. Come out of halftime, nothing. And it's not that the team is shutting them down. It's just they're not even get trying to get them the ball. Yeah. That's, that's enough, enough for you, big guy. <laughs> you did and I'm job. just like, what? Well, right. one thing that I'm, I'm you know, not just <laughs> my fantasy team, but – one thing I don't understand is is Arthur Smith is a tight ends guy, and Kyle oh, Pitts has not Kyle, had a good year, and he's, oh, he's super he's been, talented. He's been off the map. Yeah, he's. I don't, he, I don't he get that at all. It's almost like Kyle Pitts was drafted before Arthur Smith got there. No, yeah, almost, you would Smith think. Drafted him. He did. Yeah. Arthur Smith drafted him. That's a you trade him. Trade him now. For a second round pick, get him out of there because you're not using a tight end. Yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Almost um, like what they just did to Calvin Ridley, which that was something that I don't think we talked about that last week. But no. oh, that was trading him to the Jag. But he he that's, should not be suspended right now. That's so like, ridiculous. Oh no 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 no. Uh, it's isn't it, isn't it wild? Okay. You're not even playing in the game. Bet on your own team to win. Suspended for a year. Do what Deshaun Watson did. Get happy. Yeah. So this is what I would do. Like, 
Well, at the most, they should have fined him ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit him, hit him, hit him in, hit him in the pocketbook. Do it again for a first. One hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, or yeah. or or save the suspension for like the second time, like if he does it again, because like be one thing even, he wasn't even playing. He couldn't even affect yeah. the outcome of the game. Yeah, or and he, he didn't bet crazier. against his team. Yeah, he reported it himself. Yeah, he he made the bet in he his name. He self-reported this. Yeah, that's why. And they were like, <laughs> "That's the thing." Like he, like he, they did. He did everything he was supposed to do. And the NFL was like, "We're gonna take a whole year away from you." Yes. Deshaun yes. Watson, who in this process absolutely didn't do anything he was supposed to do, <laughs> pulled yeah. the pulled the Ben Roethlisberger the whole time, eleven games. Yeah. So he'll be potentially playing in two weeks. They didn't even want to give him 11 games to begin with. He'll be playing before Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It it makes makes no sense. But on the the other side of it, that's a – I mean, people are like like – they're looking at the Jags like, what the fuck are you doing? He can't even play. But, you know, he's going to be healthy – and he's a good player, like, and they need they need weapons, and that's not a bad, not a uh, bad. Him and Christian Kirk, him and Christian Kirk's going to be nasty. Yeah, as long as Trevor Lawrence, but didn't improves, which I he's mean, not improving I mean, at all for, for what they gave. Yeah, he's just kind of right like in the it. middle. You know, wouldn't wouldn't didn't Calvin really step away for mental issues too? He had some family stuff going trouble. on. It was like the thing is, is that's why he stepped away. Yeah, because he got caught. That's what came down. But that's what happened. Is he got caught? Oh, so, so it wasn't like he was going through some some things and needed some time. To, no. So okay. they were like, sit out this week until we figure it out. And so he sat out, and then that's they were like, banned for a year. That's just what they're. <laughs> that's just what they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to step away just um, a second. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, so, <coughs> Kenny, how are we feeling about this horrible NFC South? Uh, man, not great. Not after. It's not, so man, bad. Dude, it's just debacle after debacle. Like, watching all the teams, man, it's just it's stressful. Like the same, like, like I the, wanted, thing, like the Saints will have some good games or they have some good spurts, and it's like okay, you know maybe we can turn it. No, no, we can't. And it's like the same thing. Like I, you know, I don't, I'm not a Tampa Bay fan, of course. I'm like somewhat the opposite, you would say. Still, I do the, yeah. I try to do the logical thing with my money, and they made me pay for it, and <laughs> I don't like it. And I'm like, what's going on here? Like teams that they I, should, dude, I, I get that maybe they're not playing up to their up to their actual uh, skill level right now, but like some of these teams that they've lost to, I'm like, what the fuck? Like some of them should have been like sure sure things. And it's been it's, right. the whole the whole thing's been frustrating to watch. Like to say that Atlanta's the most exciting team to watch right now, I mean their record's not great either, but I'm just saying just from a at least just from like <clears throat> all right 
just from an offensive standpoint, you know, it's like that should not be the case. No. The, the, the <clears throat> thing with Tampa Bay is, is I already convinced myself before the trade deadline, let's cut some – let's move some of these guys so and get picks because next year for us is going to be so much worse. Yeah. We may not win a football game next year. Well, I yeah, guess, I think if uh, yeah, I expect Brady's not going to be there, right? Like he's going to be done. Yeah, he'll be done, but he 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 may go somewhere. He won't play in Tampa. I'll put it to you that way. I'll be surprised if this coaching staff survives. Yeesh. Come to find out, Bruce Arians wasn't the problem. I'll just say that out loud. That's uh, <laughs> I'm walking it back a little. <laughs> For me, no, I never. I, I like Bruce Arians. I never like. See, I, I never you were... said he should have been fired. No, so what, no, no, so no, no, what no. was all that then? Because he's still around the team. Come, he's still around the team. Come to find out, Mike Florio was right about a lot of stuff. That's shocking. He was right. That yeah, I know. But he's all but king of the long game, Mike Florio. Eventually, I'll be right. Um, <laughs> Brady didn't want Bruce Arians there. That's the truth. He didn't like Bruce Arians' coaching style for whatever reason. He liked Byron. Then why did he even go there? Yes, yes, Kenny and Richard, I have no idea. Because Bruce Arians, I'll tell you this. Bruce Arians is, for lack of a better term, a motherfucker. (laughs) He will talk to everyone the exact same way. Now, he would say stuff about Tom at press conferences. Tom isn't used to that because no one ever said anything about Tom. So yeah. Tom would get spicy about it. And so after winning a Super Bowl and then the next year losing in the NFC Championship, he said, I'm going to retire unless y'all do something about that. Come to find out he was wanting to retire so he could go play for the Dolphins. Yeah. This is true. This is true. As much as I said it wasn't, it is true. Mike Florio was right. When he said it got <laughs> blown up. Now, he still, when he, when he said, y'all going to choose that motherfucker over me, he didn't say that about Tua. The reason why he didn't go to Miami is because the head coach blew it up at the time. Yeah. He blew it up. Yeah. Because he, he said, I'm not going to talk to him. Now, yeah, the whole getting on the boat with all these yeah, people and he walked away and yeah, exactly. That was true. I was wrong. So he was saying you choosing the head coach over me. Is is that where you're getting at? So he was like, so the the guys that own the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also own, I think Manchester United, and so Tom went to go watch a game. And visit with the owners. And the owner said, we want you to stay. What do we have to do to keep you? And he goes, I don't want to play under Bruce anymore. And he said, well, what if we do this? He kept Byron because he can tell Byron what to do. I think Byron's a good coach, too, though. Uh, I think this year has completely ruined any shot he has at being a head coach. Uh, Well, when they passed over him for it. To begin with, yeah, I would say so, too. Yeah. And so, with that, Tom 
has come back. The offensive line has been completely injured. Everything's coming out. Giselle's divorcing him. Yeah. Mike Florio said the rumor is, he didn't report this. He said it was a rumor. The rumor is, is Tom never told Giselle about the Miami trip. And when she found out what he was doing, she got mad because he was supposed to be retiring. And that's when the divorce first started. So he came back because he was like, well, I guess if if this is going to happen anyways, I might as well go back and play football. I think he came back for for two reasons. One, because they got rid of Bruce and he thought he could do better without Bruce. And two, because he just wanted to come back and play football. And he wanted to kind of distance himself from the Miami stuff. Like, when he came back, he was like, look, guys, I'm back. That wasn't me. What are y'all talking about? I I was always coming to Tampa. Why do these guys refuse to to leave on top? Like, even the second year after the Super Bowl, he still had the most passing yards in the NFL. I think it's it's kind of like an addiction. At 75 or whatever he is now. Competing. That's a hell of a – basically saying you are the best quarterback in the league. And you're old enough to be all their dads, <laughs> right? Yeah. Walk, a, right. walk away at that point. You won. I think for you some won, people, like, the competitiveness, and it's like being addicted <laughs> to competing. And um, I just hate to see it. I hate the to challenge. see these guys that like it's like a year, a year too, too long. Too long. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, he I, had I the, like, the as much as like I'm not a Brady fan, you know, like I, I'm I'm a lot more. I'm a, well, I'll say this: I'm not a old school Brady fan. I'm definitely a more of a Tampa Tom fan <laughs> than I am like old school Tom Brady. Yeah, but like I just hate when guys do that, man. Like I get, I, I, I do would, get what you're saying, but like, and I don't know what it it's would, like. I guess you know none of us will. But like, damn, dude, like. How much more do you have to prove? It would be a little different if our offensive line was healthy. Yeah. If our offensive line is healthy, I think we win two more games than we have now. It puts us in a better spot, but we're still not the same that we were our Super Bowl year. Um Dude, it's yeah, gotten so everybody's bad. so beat up on that team. It's 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 just tough. I mean, yeah. it's very similar to hear, what the Titans are going through. Did you hear what Warren Sapp did? Oh God, what? Warren Sapp came out and uh, like he was talking bad about Devin White because in the Baltimore game there was a tackle on the opposite side of the field, and he didn't like he was kind of jolly jogging over to it, like he wasn't really running hard over there, and Warren Sapp was like, "You need to turn your C in." talking bad about Devin White for, I guess, for lack of a, like he said, he was taking a playoff. Warren Sapp is a Hall of Fame defensive tackle. Don't get me wrong. Warren Sapp was also notorious for taking plays off. I was was about to say, wasn't he very much that player? (laughs) Uh, And if he wants to debate, debate about it, I'll say, let's look at your career with the Raiders. Yeah. Because you did nothing there. So, like, I don't I don't get it. Like, people are coming out and attacking the wrong guys. Like, you don't attack Devin White. He's playing his ass off. Has every year. Yeah. 
If you want to say anything, say something Probably about the best the middle linebackers in the league. Period. We still have one of the best linebacking cores in the league. You can't convince me otherwise. Attack Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett's been pedestrian this season. He's like, been hurt there's though, people, right? And not not to the point where he shouldn't be playing as bad as he's playing. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll say that he's playing bad. Um, but like, like go after the people you're supposed to go after. Well, also Warren Sapp like, can just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like when you're doing nobody that, really respects No, he's a terrible person, a hundred percent. He's just a piece of shit. So <laughs> whatever. And if someone wants to argue with me about him being that, then I'll just say then why did he get arrested for pros- beating a prostitute at the Super Bowl? And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, um you know, it's oh, yeah, also it's just, uh, not, not not being talked about enough is the whole Brett Favre situation. See, I disagree. And people, the thing that the cool thing now is, is to talk about how everybody wants to blow up what Kyrie Irving is saying, but Brett, no one wants to talk about Brett Favre. No, Those are two totally different things. We we all know Brett Favre is a piece of shit. <laughs> we knew that before this. Before this even happened, we knew he was. Yeah. We knew before this happened that he still was. So when someone, when a, when a piece of shit does something a piece of shit does, no one's going to be surprised. Yeah. Like, everybody's going to be like, yeah, that makes sense for Brett Favre. He's, he's a piece of shit. But the thing with Brett Favre, too, is, like, we're still waiting for, like, more shoes to drop on that whole thing. Like, there's still... Oh, for sure. Well, there's, wait, still there's, need to there's still more to come out. on that. At this, like, at this point, we're we're waiting on charges. That's literally all we're waiting on. Yeah. But guys, don't be surprised if there's not charges because it's the state of Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> and that's their their son. We'll, yeah. I, I think y'all know what I'm hinting at there. Yeah. But um. But it's just it's he's he's not like. Dan Patrick said one time, and I'd never heard it until I was about 25. He's like, These, if you have a sports hero, don't ever meet them. Yeah. Don't. Don't don't find out who they are. Because when you find out who they are, you're not going to like them. I've been pretty lucky on mine, though. To an extent with mine, too. Um, Kenny. Kevin Garnett's pretty <laughs> oh, spicy. Kevin Garnett. <laughs> He's pretty spicy, but <laughs> any any like particular player of any sport that I've been like a, a really big fan of, I've yet to meet. Yeah, but isn't your uh, I have hero a chef? Oh, that's the other well, like, yeah, you got to be careful there too, Kenny. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I don't like I don't know, man. It, it just it it blows my mind when people are surprised that Brett Favre would do something like that. Uh, to blow your mind is is <laughs> it should be a stretch. But to be fair, I am followed by Roy Yamaguchi. So, oh, congratulations! I know that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't met him. <laughs> so uh, another <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Another NFL headline we haven't talked about yet is what about the Indianapolis Colts firing Frank Wright, which probably deservedly so, <laughs> but then turn around and hiring Jeff Saturday out of nowhere. I like who it was, okay. just because it's chaos. Thank you. Okay, I don't like I don't like it because why Kenny likes it. I like it for a different <laughs> reason. All right. My reason behind liking this is is what the fuck do you have to lose? Yeah. I mean true. But you just need someone there. You you want to lose. He wasn't even on the coaching staff. He wasn't. He was an. He, was he wasn't was an even advisor. on. He wasn't even on a coaching staff. Exactly. He no. He hey was. Guys, it was like a high school. I, in high school, yeah. If y'all think this coaching staff is gonna be there next season, oh, you're yeah. crazy. Oh no. I mean, and they they're probably gonna leave on their own because if you're just like. Any oh, any of the senior want, guys there, and Jeff comes in and takes. If you, like you have a chance if, to if put you, interim head coach on my resume. If they and, weren't gonna walk off, and you thought they were still gonna be there, you're crazy. I mean, hell, he not even he might have just hired him as an interim coach just to keep the players engaged, just because he's so much of a. I mean, he he does he says the things that a good leader would say, and he is a very good speaker. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I like the things that Jeff People Saturday's respect saying. him. I like what he's saying. You know, the, the speech that he gave about, like, you know, I – now, this doesn't mean he's going to be a good coach, but, like, where he said, you know, like, I've been around success. You know, I've been around winning coaches. I've been around winning players, locker rooms. I know what it takes. And all that's true, Right. So what what did he what did he absorb from that that he can use as an NFL coach? Do we know? We don't know. It's a it's I like it I like it too because it's a bold move. It's like out kind of out of left field, right? Like it's not just <laughs> stand. It's not what you would expect. But I don't like. I mean, it does kind of spit in the face of the whole process. And I'm not even talking. I mean, obviously the ruling rule is a big thing, but it's not even that. It's like you've got coordinators all across the NFL of all races that are yeah, waiting, I, waiting the for that is, next opportunity. So I'm not even talking about, I'm not, I'm not even making it a racing. I'm just saying like, you've got qualified coaches that are coordinators or even on the college level. It's just, for me, it's odd, but I'm not going to say I don't like I it wouldn't until want to bring what happens. I would bring in a coach I was serious about on an interim basis. Yeah. And that's the other thing, like, too. Is like it, it, it is literally he's not, he's an interim he's an interim head coach. It's such an Ursay move, they, though. Oh, I agree. They want him to lose. Dude, it's ballsy, though. Well, here's the thing, too. Here's, here's one thing that I would like to say as a Titans fan and be very biased about this is is he so shook by the Titans and Mike Vrabel that he wanted to go get a player coach like that? Because a lot of people, I mean, now, give this, given this, Mike Vrabel has been coaching for a while. He was coaching for the Ohio State, coached at the Texans before getting his, like, he was up to a defensive coordinator, I believe, before getting a head coaching job. But is he so shook by the, what the Titans are doing that he had to go out and do something like that? Well, their track record is not I don't think so. recently. I know, but I just wanted to stir that pot. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to get out of here, guys. Y'all have a good night, and uh, good talking some ball with y'all. Yeah, I mean, uh, 
That's Ball everything I got too, man. If we just all want to ride an out on in sunset together, are we, we'll sun- that. Are we sunsetting this shit? Yeah, let's do it. Sunset it. <laughs> Adios, amigos. Cue the old western music. Man. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> that was later, I'll talk to y'all later. Alright, All right, man. Bye. And like that, we'll also see y'all later. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll.